0: Welcome everyone to That Kinda Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by the one. The only Brian Thornton. Mm, Yes. The one. How come how come we don't have a have a nickname? For just like the two of no for the two of us. You had the Bernstons with Josh and I thought we came up with the Meltons. Oh no wait, we're Thornton Mellon.
1: I mean we are Thornton Mellon. That's right. Don't be jealous of what me and Josh I'm have, man. I'm always
0: jealous of what- It's different from what you and I have. Uh, I, I know, but I, I can still admire it from afar and wish I was, wish I had something like it. And that's fine. you. But you have
1: something different with me. It's okay, man. Don't be jealous. Just cherish what you have. Okay. Take care of it. Hold it. Right. Just t- take luck. Keep it safe. Right.
0: Well, uh, let's do this. Let's start off the show, because we just got a, a few topics to talk about this week. The the nerdy world was quite slow, uh, but uh, there's a couple things in here I've, I definitely want to hear your opinion on. And first, I just want to talk about uh, the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV, see how it's affecting movies, but most of all, I mean, listen nerd, how is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! One of the things that we have kind of given Marvel some flack for... Is not really having a a really strong animation force, right? Like DC has got animation just down pat, right? They're they're really good at it. Yeah, sure. Well, I would. Say, I mean, I would say some of the 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 How far
1: back we go, man? Because you know, I would even we go
0: Spider Man and X Men in the nineties and those. I, shows were I great. know, but I would counter with Batman the animated series and Superman, and like uh, agreed. They're like I think Batman the Animated Series was better than Spider Man the Animated Series, and I love Spider Man the Animated Series.
1: I think Batman the Animated Series is one of the greatest
0: television shows of all time. Right. So, so it is kind of. But but even hard recently, I mean, Marvel obviously put its attention into movies, right? And and DC said we like movies too, and and that's all that they've done with that but when it is gets- just say that they they too in fact like movies uh right and then they make things that i guess were were, were legally allowed or supposed to call movies but they're they're really not really yeah and so yeah. dc's yeah. dc's been crushing it yeah. nah, 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 nah. all right well now that marvel tv is under the the, the large umbrella of uh, kevin- ella ella a a a kevin Feige. uh mm. We, that is a quite an umbrella to be under it is uh they're now starting to try to to get animation to to go back in so marvel's first endeavor into an animated comedy geared towards adults is gonna be modok if you don't know modok and you're a doctor who fan i think i can say it's like the face of bow-sized head right with a little bit of legs and body a bit of for the uninitiated, uh, Brian, uh, I'm really you- glad
1: you could explain that to like the five people. Yeah, who I, I got this through who like two people. Who. So,
0: can you explain to the uninitiated uh, who, who MODOC is? Hang on.
1: I got to look up the acronym because I know I'm going to get it wrong. I know it's. MODOC stands for mechanized organism designed only for killing. He is a uh, Marvel villain, which is a giant head, kind of in like a. Um, cybernetic like shell with like little arms and legs and he has like like a psychic beam that shoots out of his head of some kind. He's a very odd character. Yeah, it was definitely like, And that's all I can really say. I'm
0: sure someone was on some kind of hallucinogen and was like, I've got the perfect Marvel villain, man. I'm sure a lot of stuff like that that's Have you seen Sonic the Hedgehog? T- t- I mean, come on, touche. So they announced the voice cast for Modok, and uh, it's actually really cool. Uh, first off, Patton Oswalt will be voicing the uh, titular character. So okay, big big fan of, of, of Patton Oswalt. Who who isn't? Uh, Amy Garcia is going to be Jody, which is Modok's wife. Uh, she's from Dexter. If if you don't remember her, which is okay. Okay. Uh, of course, Park and Rec's, uh very own Ben Schwartz. Who just can't stop doing voice acting work is going to be playing uh, Modok's son. This is like the third cartoon he's doing. He's, but okay. he's all for it now. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's Melissa uh, is it Fumio Fumero? Fumero, there you go. Melissa Fumero is going to be his daughter. Is uh, this going to be like a sitcom with Modoc? I think so. When uh, that's odd. Wendy uh, Wendy Mc- McLendon, uh, who's from The Goldbergs. Uh who's going to be Convoy, which is basically Modoc's work rival. This is weird. So it's gonna be it's, it's like married with children with Modoc. Yeah, pretty much. There's a couple other people in the in the that cast as well, weird. but those are kind of the, the, the big characters in there. But basically it's a lot of talented voice actors who are coming into this, and yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a um I think the 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 way I kind of read it a little bit it's was Venture Brothers. Yeah, okay. Maybe that's even better.
1: It's Family Guy with super villains right Cause, okay cause
0: Marduk, i mean wild is a serious villain is this going to
1: be on disney plus or something what is this you going know what? on i
0: don't think they have announced oh hulu is it's going to be on hulu so with howard the duck sense. right the kevin smith howard the duck is going to be right. on hulu so this is going to be on hulu. hulu seems to be the place that they're throwing some of this like can't be on disney plus stuff uh mm-hmm. for for marvel mm-hmm hmm. i don't know how i feel about this i like the cast i like i like the people i i'm very confused at, at concept what are, what are we trying to get at right like what are we uh... i don't
1: know i really want to trust feige
0: right and feige we trust seems, right and this, and again yeah, this seems too weird like like Pat oswald he's a like he's a guy who could who could bring something like this some, some 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 credit he's also a huge comic book nerd so
1: you know he's got those bona fides on top of it right Bona fides, what a
0: Yes. Not the bona fides, but the Bona Fides. Yeah, it was on my word of the day calendar. Well, oh, uh, very good, very good. Uh we don't have a date as to we don't have a date, right? We don't have a date. I don't know. Hold on. I didn't open the article. I I hold on, I, I don't have a date. Yes, okay. We don't have a date. But it will be on Hulu sometime later this year of twenty twenty. When's Howard the Duck supposed to drop then? Oh, that's a good question. Howard the Duck. You're yeah. We don't have a. We do not have a premiere date for Whoard the Duck.
1: Interesting. Since they announced that first, you would think that would come out first.
0: Well, I mean, it, it may. It, just nothing's officially uh, announced. But we also know, like Kevin Smith is like you know he takes his time for things. He doesn't. He doesn't rush a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah, but he's in the middle of like three different projects. I would imagine, like, yeah, but he's, he's got the Masters of the Universe coming to
0: Netflix too. Right, but he's he's producing, right? Right. So. He's on all all right. hands on. I don't all know, right. but just let the weird stuff happen on Hulu, man. I just don't want it. to. Why, where do you want it? I I don't know if
1: I want this in in general. Oh, just
0: a, at all. I just don't know if it was something like Venture Brothers or if it was something like um like Aquatine Hunger Force. I mean, which basically had a lot of like weird. That stuff is funny because it 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 is reminiscent
1: of established shows and comic books and things, right? It's not actually taking my comic books and making uh, okay. them
0: silly. So the fact that they were direct references made them okay for this, but the fact this this is a direct reference that's a bridge too far. It's
1: not like a direct. It's like it's just taking the characters and making it weird. Right. Venture Brothers is like, hey, we got this character that's kind of like Johnny Quest. Right. And we made it weird and funny. That's different. It's completely different, and you know it.
0: I I agree. I but I mean. Again, in Five give you trust. I, I'm blindly. I, I think I blindly had to look into this, but at, I mean, at the same time, like the, the shows have worked on Adult Swim that do stuff like this. I, I don't see why they can't get away with it on Hulu. I think because
1: it's Hulu, Adult Swim is a different model.
0: Yeah, but 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 Hulu's got no rules, man. We got Handmaid's Tale* on there. We got Third Eye*. Yeah, but people, eye on, shut people eye on there. don't.
1: Unless they're already established fans of this, people don't really seek out weird content like that. And Modok is not like I,
0: I, I the th- flagship character that to, to do this. Well, with. I don't think you're trying to get. Every, I don't think you want the mall walkers as as we refer to them to watch Modok or even Howard the Duck.
1: Yeah, listen, I, I don't need you know Johnny, you know Tambourine, Johnny Tambourine, um, checking this out. But like, I, I don't know. I don't know who that's for. That's the thing. Like, because it doesn't feel like it's for comic book fans either. It's geared who towards is it adults. For?
0: geared towards who is adults. the demographic Adults. i'm an adult and i'm telling you i'm weirded out well i'm a kid at heart and i'm telling you i'm in for this I, i'll watch i'll watch a few episodes why not i just like you said i'm just not on the the top of my priority list and i'll wait till like i can just binge the the fucker uh but you know this is worth half an hour of my time i imagine they're half an hour 20 minutes at, at, at the most I would imagine, and I'm can you imagine like, like, an hour long animated comedy? No way! Of, and like, of, like, was, like maybe eight episodes. Like it'll be a real short season, real, real, real quick binge. Get it done in a weekend. We shall see. Now that we're done talking about the world of comics, let's turn our attention to the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Uh, I would like to take a, a quick second, listener, and uh, make a streaming recommendation uh, based off the fact that a second season of Altered Carbon uh, will be coming to Netflix soon. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I, I highly recommend it. Season one stars uh, Joel Kinnaman. Uh, basically, that's a person who's allowed to pass his consciousness into a different body and ends up in the, you know, the, the jack body that is Joel Kinnaman. Uh, the character's name is Takashi Kovacs, and uh, it's really, really good. I highly recommend it. And the cool thing about this show is it kind of has a, a built-in ability to keep going. Similar to that of Doctor Who, which is you can change the main character in in the sense of the actor who's playing him and just pass on the role. So, for example, season two is now going to be starring Anthony Mackie, which, you know, hey, we we like Anthony Mackie. Uh, He is basically going to to go ahead and they have a new mystery for this season. He's back to his original home planet and he's uh, solving murders in a place that kind of feels like a Blade Runner-esque, you know, Film noir cyber thing. This show is good. Did you watch Alter Carbon? I did. I really enjoyed it. How long has it
1: been since the first season? That's
0: though? my problem. I don't. It's really, been like two years, I, hasn't it? I, I think so. I gotta rewatch the first season. this that season is, was really good. This is exactly the problem that I had with a couple of these streaming shows, where I'm like, oh yeah, the next season's coming. I really have to rewatch the first one, which I mean is probably a little bit of what they want. Um, like I did this for Lost in Space. I was like, oh, I need to watch Lost in Space season two. It was like, should probably rewatch like Lost in Space season, season one. Should probably rewatch
1: the 1997 movie because it's not as bad as people say it is. Hey, you know what, dude?
0: What? Retro review. All right, sure. I really enjoy that movie. All right. Well, we'll, we'll review it on the Patreon there. There we go so anyway uh gonna be starting anthony Mackie this season we're gonna have more brutal murders that we have to investigate a big big plot that we have to, to figure out a big 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 mystery um i'm on board for this show man I, I really really like it uh this season is going to be eight episodes though which is gonna be two fewer than last season which was 10 episodes so i'm okay with that yeah should, should it should be just give me a tight
1: a tight good story i don't need it to be 13 episodes just as long as it's
0: good yeah and i think honestly i think having 10 in the first season was a lot of world building we gotta we gotta we gotta cover a lot of ground it's like yeah what the hell a sleeve is right why are we passing our consciousness and how can a guy named takashi be a big white guy like how does this work uh so i'm excited for this it's coming out february 27th on netflix What's edgar
1: Allan poe doing why is he running a hotel why is edgar
0: that's very true see i forgot about that you forgot about that i forgot about this one of the most memorable parts this is my now that you've said it i remember it but this is my problem with some of the streaming services having these big shows is that uh they don't they take a lot of gambles right and, and they don't instantly always know what's going to pay off. Now, there's a few things that, that they know is going to pay off, right? And that they, they take advantage really? of. Really? Because they knew The Witcher was going to pay off. And I still have to wait till 2021 uh, for okay. So let's talk about that. Because I would like to, if I could, include just uh, just my, my... Yes, we know you don't like I it. I did not like The Witcher, man.
1: I, don't know, get your... I, I did no, the... I
0: don't... Listen, it's eight episodes. I got through four of them. I gave it... I went through half, and I didn't mean stop at episode four. I went all the way through episode four, right? I saw the big twist, everybody. I saw it. And I still just don't care. Some people would
1: claim you did not see the big twist. But I did see the big twist. No, you didn't. I don't agree with how they told the story, but I still think it's good.
0: I, uh, we talked about this offline, that, uh... The showrunner for this this for The Witcher has been going on a little bit of a blitz to kind of like make nice for the criticism that he's getting, Mm -hmm. and uh, I think you and I are in agreement that uh, it we should get a new showrunner. Yeah, he he did not do well for. No, I don't
1: think I don't think the the showrunner knew how to structure the show, right? And I think that they thought, oh, this thing is the most important part, so let's make that our first episode to draw people in, whereas that's not what y'all drew me, drew me into the show. Henry Cavill is what drew me into the yeah, show. Yeah, I I will say that. You're absolutely just, just more of him, less
0: of all the other trash and this would have been a good show. Yeah, I I agree. Henry Cavill seriously for the the much I, as much as I do not like the show, Henry Cavill is he crushing is it uh in this show. Uh I I do think that I I think for I think half of your season not explaining the twist till half the season uh is is a bad move and very boring and confusing. It's not a good way to yeah, draw somebody I, out. I, I
1: didn't care about the other stuff. Right. I didn't care anything didn't, about it at all. I, I care I care about him and I care about um shit, what's the witch's name? Yennefer. Yennefer. I care about Yennefer.
0: Right. She's good. Yes. All the other stuff is just ancillary. Right. Uh so I I'm I'm not a fan, but however, Nef- the Netflix CEO has said that Witcher is a quote massive new franchise that'll get quote season after season.
1: Then why am I waiting till 2021?
0: See, this is my problem with some of the streaming services. We don't know what's going to be a hit, right? And this comes into Lost in Space. This well, I'm comes into. Pretty Ultra sure Garmin. they
1: knew this was going to be a. But hit. here's
0: the thing: it's it's you you definitely green light it, but you're not already working on it. Like, for example, the the counterpoint to that is I think Mandalorian, right? Disney Plus, okay. I think knew what they had on their hands, and all, before it even premiered, they're like, "Go, please start work on season two right away." Go, go, I'm go. not
1: so sure. I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe they knew the show was going to be hit. No, no, okay. Yeah,
0: I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah, I agree. That they said, "Oh gosh, this is really special. Start working immediately on the second one."
1: Yeah, but I think, I think Netflix should have at least known that with the built-in fan base between the books and the in the games that they could have at least greenlit a season 2. Yeah, but you look at Like they could have like they didn't have to go the Apple TV Plus model and just greenlight season 2s for no reason at all. R- right. For shows that well they have to. Are have not to to that TV good. Plus, I agree. Yes. But they could have looked at oh well, we are we already know we're going to get a built-in fan base. So let's at least start.
0: And and this is my problem with some of the streaming services is since we don't know uh it just sometimes there's too big of a gap between you know the season one and season two and what made it special or what made it really unique is either copied by somebody else by that time that it's released and or it's just been too long and i have to feel like oh i don't have that attachment anymore or on the flip side sometimes they just cancel the stuff that's really good i mean like you can look at the oa and one day at a time as examples of like fan favorites that everybody loves and there's like one day at a
1: time lasted four seasons
0: I thought it was only three, and then they moved it somewhere else.
1: Am I'm I sure wrong? of four seasons. I think you're thinking more of Tuca and Birdie, which they
0: three seasons, prema- three seasons, one one day at a time. So, but they were spaced out too long, too. Oh, okay. I mean, I've only seen a handful of episodes. Right, of right. It, it's this. It's the spaced out thing. Gotcha. Okay. So, and and that's and that's my that's one thing I have about with streaming services versus network TV. Network TV really seems to be doing that. Like, you know, like season two just comes or it's fucking gone, right? Or it's just it's gone from existence. Uh Well, they can afford to do that cuz they're doing it by week to week basis. <sighs> they can tell Right.
1: But you can never tell how many people are going to stream it the weekend it drops or
0: the 3 months after the weekend it drops. Exactly. And and I think that's kind of the just the thing that I wish I wish that it was a little bit easier to kind of navigate these situations on a streaming service cuz it's easier to do for a movie, right? Just make the movie, see if it works, if it did it, did, it does and if it doesn't, okay, oh well. But uh, I, I really wish that these massive shows like Ultra Carbon and The Witcher and, I mean, even at, at, at one point, I would say even House of Cards took a little bit too long to get to its its next couple of seasons. You know, I, I just I wish it was a little tighter so I could really like a show and just go for it. I mean, Amazon well, I think doesn't part seem- of the problem is binge culture.
1: It feels yeah. longer because you watch all of Stranger Things <laughs> in two days. Do you do you think and then you have to wait? God only knows how long for right. a season two. Even if that show, even if it's just a year. Right. You're waiting so long, whereas with network television, season one ends in May, and then
0: by September, October, five to six months later, I've got a new season. See, and that's the thing I like about Hulu, as they did for, uh, like, Handmaid's Tale, and what I like about Disney+, Plus doing it with Mandalorian, I, I, you know, while I, while as a fan, I just want it all now, please, like, give it to me now. As a content viewer, as a person who's thinking about, oh, I can't wait for the next season. I, I having the spread out time is enough to go. Oh my god, we really have the success. Go start working right away, right for maybe something that we didn't think was going to hit uh, to go. But on the flip side, I think I think the the <laughs> I think Apple TV Plus is a great example of. Yeah, but if we just greenlit everything for season two before like we even know what we have, are we just going to end up with shit filling it up? So I don't know how to I don't know how to bridge that gap, but I just. I'm just curious what everybody else thinks that they should be doing. I'm just I'm just curious about. This topic turned into a much different it conversation did. than I thought I was going to have. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad we had that. Road. So, he, long story short, I am excited for season 2 of Altered Carbon. Me too. And uh, I am not excited for any more Witcher or if I if you are, give me a I new am showrunner. also excited for more Witcher. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Uh, no oh, Valley of Plenty. We did get some additional trailers uh, as well that are Netflix related. Uh, the first one is called The Last Thing He Wanted, which apparently is based off of a uh, a novel. It stars mm. Anne Hathaway, Ben Affleck, Willem Dafoe, and was there anybody else? To have a big note that I missed. Uh, oh, Rose Perez. Ah, I think yes, her name is. Yes. Uh, this looks really interesting, but I don't know if I like it. Um. It's a Netflix movie. Like, See, oh, the yes. thing
1: about Netflix movies is I always go, that looks good, and then I don't watch them. <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't. Like, I saw the trailer for Six Underground. And I said, that looks good. I'll watch that. And then I didn't. And now I can't find it. Right. Um, Because it's not on the homepage. If it were on the homepage, it would be a lot easier. I don't want to go into the search and actually type, type things in. out. Right. That's a lot of trouble. <laughs> but, like... I mean, this this looks good. It looks intriguing. It looks like um, like a Sicario type
0: yeah. drama. So Anne Hathaway is playing a. a and it's got a great cast. Yeah, so Anne Hathaway is playing a DC journalist who's basically right on the cusp of breaking a huge, uh, news story which seems to have something to do with arms trades in South America. And I'm thinking it's like the 1980s. It seems like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can't really tell, but it seems like that. That's where we're going for it. Uh, but, of course, it seems to have some kind of connection to her father, which is played by Willem Dafoe. And basically, the big government bad in this seems to be Ben Affleck. Um, and it's, it has Which a, is perfect. Yeah, he, it he he has can, that little bit of... He, ben Affleck does not get the
1: credit he is due. He is a solid actor. And he does yes. a lot of really good stuff. Yes. And he's really good in it. Like... I, I I don't I think this is good. I think it's a great
0: cast. It, I'm, it's I'm on board. It, it is a great cast. It looks like a great story. But again, forget that Netflix problem. That's the thing. It's like going, I'm really interested. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, good trailer, man. Uh, so, like I haven't watched The Irishman yet. Uh, I for me, it's
1: still uh, again. this is a bigger, bigger. I mean, I know I said I was going to find. You know, I was, it's going to be hard to commit the time to it. Yeah. And I still stand by that. But like, but like Six Underground's what a two hour movie. I'm never going to do that. Anymore. I I'm like. Why? Why? Why can't I, mean, I do this? I don't know what is wrong with me. So
0: to, to counterbalance a super see, super serious spy movie, you know that has that, I could be nominated for. You know we have. I'm sorry. We have three Academy Award winners in in the movie. Right. Um, we countered with Mark Wahlberg's Spencer Confidential. I don't know how I feel about this movie. It looks fun. It does look fun. It's got Winston Duke in it. Yes, Winston Duke, who who seems to be balancing that, uh, that that line of action comedy, right? It's directed by Peter Berg, and if you don't know the name, he directed Lone Survivor, and I think he did another movie with Mark Wahlberg as well. They seem- I'm just confused by the appearance of Post Malone. Uh, I'm not. So, the only premise that I have is that this guy, Spencer, played by Mark Wahlberg, uh, is getting out of prison right it uh, goes to go well, go it, ahead please he,
1: it seems like he was in prison because he was an ex-cop who was framed yes because he was investigating like corrupt politicians and stuff
0: yeah i got a little con air feel about that one
1: right right up right on like
0: right put, put, the, bunny put down. the bunny down or like you know he he was too lethal too. like mm. he's like he's a lethal weapon yeah uh because he seems to be kicking ass like a whole bunch Yeah, right. Finally gets out and says, hey, I'm going to take down the guys who took me down. And uh, hilarity ensues, but also there's some real drama to it. It it looks so... I don't know, man. It looks really good. Yes, and Post Malone makes a small cameo as, surprise, surprise, uh, a guy who's in log-up. Uh, who isn't too fond of Oh sure it's Michael a small Friedman. cameo.
1: He shows up twice he in the trailer. He does show up twice in the trailer. Once while he's in prison he's, and once while he's out I of prison. Know, but he's he's I on, think he has way more on, to do in this movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm worried about it. He, I really am. I like his music. I just, I just
0: don't know if he is actor I, material. You, you and I have uh, subtly become just very quickly become Post Malone fans. It's weird. Yeah, uh, just like, oh, I like that song. Who is this? Oh, it's Post Malone? Oh, okay, all right. Hey, I like this song too. Who is that? Post Malone, really? Huh. I think I'm a Post Malone fan. Just like Chainsmokers. You're just like, okay, yes. they're good music. All right, good music. I think I like the Chainsmokers. Anyway, uh listen, I think Post Malone was on set for like a week, like a couple days. I think he's just in a few scenes. Yes, he's in there multiple times, but it seems to be in one costume, you know what I mean? Like I don't think it's that big of a, a of a role. Well, they only make the prison jumpsuits in one color, bro. Uh that's right. In this movie, uh it's gray. It's very boring gray. Well, that's actually
1: what prison uniforms look like.
0: Oh, do they really? I don't know. I I only know that I mean, movies. I can only tell from what I've seen of scared straight. Uh okay. So orange is not the new black, is that what I'm hearing? Mm, I think some prisons still still use orange. So uh, to me though there's there's one thing though because of it again, because of the Netflix movie stigma this this runs the the risk of just being a generic buddy cop buddy action movie. You know what I? Mean?
1: I, I I will agree to and disagree with you. Okay. I think the buddy cop or romantic comedy, like I think the comedy scene is
0: better on Netflix. Comedy, it, yes, I I, I will because I don't on need to one. go to the theater.
1: But like dramas and actions and stuff, movies like that, that's what I have a hard time watching on Netflix. But like. I'll watch a comedy on Netflix any any time. The amount of rom coms I've watched on Netflix That's now true. is ridiculous. Like,
0: I really really liked Always Be My Maybe, and and I watched the shit out of that on on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the what was the what the kissing booth or whatever it was it? Adam Divine really good. Even their their other like workah- the guy. Not, with the, not that. Not Adam Divine, but that was there was one with was Adam Divine with the kissing booth. With there Travel was,
1: but time. it's not it's not the kissing booth. It's um photo. No, whatever. It has nothing But to do you know with what photo. I'm
0: talking about. I know which one you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, it was good. I liked, again, I don't know the fucking name of the movie, but I liked it. And you're right, I would totally watch these movies on Netflix, but you're right. In action like I haven't watched Six Six Underground, I haven't watched The Irish. Especially that thing.
1: other one with um Oscar Isaac, like Triple Nine or yeah, something like that. Nine. that yeah, yeah the one with Ben Affleck. I haven't watched ben that? Ben
0: Affleck's in that. I, I don't know, which, okay, so now I'm even more worried about the, the, the last thing that he wanted because that looks great, but you're right. I think I want to watch those movies in a movie theater right why is that I don't know why are we suddenly coming to big realizations about our our, our relationship with streaming services this episode why is this the one I, I'm i just in a mood today I'm ha- no but I'm having a realization okay so you know what that's a perfect segue to go on to, to, our, to our next topic which is what the hell is Quibi have you what heard of Quibi, Quibi Brian no what the hell is Quibi okay so Quibi is <laughs> I'm sorry I can't do this with a straight face too much <laughs> Quibi is a new streaming service coming out specifically designed around your mobile phone. So, Brian, Quibi stands for Quick Bytes, right? OK, so a movie, for instance, that would be released on Quibi is broken up into about 12 chapters at 10 to 20 minutes apiece. And TV shows are going to be about 10 minutes each episode quibi has a lot of people signing on to it so the likes of steven spielberg jeffrey katzenberg they're they're all making content for the show millions and i thought spielberg was exclusive to apple no he is doing something specifically for quibi uh as well so he's not exclusive but he, he definitely has something set up for it, it they're, they're throwing millions of dollars here's quibi's uh hook right here's the the cool thing Sometimes you watch a video in portrait mode, right? You know, you're holding your phone. You just want to watch something real quick. Like you would like a Snapchat, Instagram story, stuff like that too, right? But let's say you're in a place where you have a little bit more time, maybe a little bit more relaxed form. You want to turn your phone the other way, right? Quibi will adapt the episode to the way in which you hold the phone. Okay. Okay. So this is their hook. Now, here's the other part. Uh, Quibi will not be available on a tv in any way shape or form you can't get it on an apple tv you can't put it on a tv it's designed well, when to- they have no subscribers i mean they'll change that real quick uh well well, we'll i don't think so man because again this is this is designed and, and we're going to talk about this in a bigger second this is going to be designed for uh you know millennials or so this is designed for people who watch snapchat and tiktok so I Brian, don't, I
1: don't, I don't I, watch so, shit on I, my phone. So
0: yes, here's my problem, right? I, 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 I used to be a very avid Facebook uh, user, right? I am now way more into Instagram. I'm, I'm tinkering around and watching Snapchat, but I don't watch long form content, right? I only watch what my friends do or what my friends. Post. I can
1: only hold my phone like this for so long till my, my arms arm gets, gets
0: tired. tired, right? And and if it's ten minutes, I'm not watching something usually on my phone. I'll transition it to my computer. Or right. my TV, right? And I'll airplay right. it. So Quibi's not going to do that. Now, Brian, knowing the fact that this is targeted at millennials, right, uh, and, and targeted at young people for quick 10-minute bites, uh, there's going to be a uh, an ad-free and a ad-supported version of Quibi, right? So you being the smart uh, industry man that you are, uh, which one is the free tier? What, what? You have one with ads and one without ads. Which one will be the free tier? with ads no brian you're incorrect there is no free tier it's five dollars a month with ads and 7.99 for ad free that makes no sense they're double dipping zero cents so you can't try it out you have to put money down to do this now brian quibi is trying to tell you hey dude we're going to do something unique, right? We're doing those quick bites, okay? We're a cool, hip company. So Steven yeah, Spielberg... Stop, stop trying with the buzzwords, like, uh, please. So Not you, Quibi. I, I I get you. So Steven Spielberg is going to be writing a really unique, one-of-a-kind horror series that you'll only be able to stream on Quibi, right? Which is pretty uh-huh. cool, all right? I'm, I'm down for Steven Spielberg doing a 10 to 12-episode exclusive Quibi thing. Except you can only watch it. When it's dark out. Okay. I, I, I mean, I get it for immersion sake. Sure. But Brian, we're all on the same schedule in life, right? And we all. We are. Right. I mean, we we there's, absolutely there's are. There's no one who works, you know, morning shifts or someone who works third shift and, you know, people who would watch content at different times of the day, depending on their, their moods. Correct. Yeah. So
1: absolutely. this service is
0: saying, hey, you know how there's a lot of productive times during the day where maybe you just would like a 10 minute break. Maybe you're under lunch break and you want to watch that new Steven Spielberg. No, can't watch it. It's not dark out. Get out of here. How does it know when it's dark out? Probably the location based off your phone. So enjoy that. Is discuss. it but is it going by the sun or can I just be in a dark room? So, Quibi's engineering team, mm-hmm. uh, this is from the Verge. Quibi's engineering team came up with a new way to deliver each episode, using an internal clock on the subscriber's phone. Quibi can tell when the sun is about to set. A clock will appear in the app, according to (sighs) Variety, that will count down until the moment the sun disappears. The episode will be available to watch only then, and the series will then disappear from the app until the next night. Think of it like appointment television, but with a technological twist.
1: The more we try to become more immersed in our content, the stupider it is. The
0: dumber it becomes.
1: Like, I can get the same effect by turning all the lights off in my living room, quibby, <laughs> Right. So, I, so, hey, it, Stephen King's It is just as scary in my living room, on my 65-inch TV, in the dark, with the sun out
0: just saying so their thing is this they e, e, when it comes to their movies and their tv shows everything's going to be broken into chapters and chapters are about seven to ten minutes long and they're specifically designed to be watched on the go and their quote is quote if you're 25 to 35 years old you get up and you're on a smartphone for about five hours a day why not That's maximize th- this content not freaking true but- right okay, it's not true for me but okay Right, so here's here's the one thing though that I I will have to to kind of just say this is ambitious, right? The goal for them is to have 125 pieces of content a week, so that's about 7,000 things, right? Episodes essentially mm-hmm. in one year, and when you look at Hulu again, this is all original content; none of this is licensed stuff.
1: I mean, that's, that's ambitious. That- But that's not that ambitious when I just have to film one show and there's 125 hours right there if they're in 10-minute segments. If I do one, eight, if I were to take The Witcher and chop it up into 10-minute segments, that is six six quibbies, quick bites, whatever the (laughs) fuck you want to call them. Chapters. Per episode. Right. Times eight. That's 48 right
0: there. It's not that hard. But I want you to think of this. I I, would, I do
1: that three times. It's one hundred twenty. Every
0: episode, though, I, I kind of think of that. The best example I have for this is House. The best, the cool thing about House is that right before the commercial break, you have, in, in between those, a a, a whole ride. Well, basically, a whole crescendo of an episode. You it's some, called Network TV. Right. I know. You have that whole arc. I don't think you can do that in 10 minutes in a mobile format in any interesting way. No, you way. can't. People are getting it, people are getting it bored. Like I like uh, t- network TV is not a ten minute bite and then a no. commercial and then ten minutes again and no, then that's a not commercial. How it works. Like you need way more time in between. It's like
1: lists. five minutes, then fifteen, then seven. It, it, it's all based on yeah where it fits best.
0: This is gonna work. So I, I, I just don't see it working. So Brian, let me ask you this: Now that we know a little bit about what Quibi is, right? Yeah, it's going to be sure. launching April sixth of twenty twenty. So okay, right around the corner. Okay, cool. Four dollars a month for an ad supported version. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And $7.99 a month for an ad free version. Okay? Uh-huh. I have yeah. been following this this service. They've been hyping this up for years. Okay. How much money do you think that they have raised in funding? I'm gonna say in about three years. Three years. Half a million. One billion dollars. Fuck you. That's how they get all those big names to come in and to sign on board. So a billion dollars. So it, it, th- th- they are not going to die right away. This is going to stay around for a bit because they've got a shit ton of money to burn. They just they just have a ton to, to, to go forward. So, well, I don't know. How much do you think they spent on Spielberg? I, I, I don't know. But even if you throw Spielberg f- $10 million, like million, <laughs> you've got enough left. You still basically have a billion dollars. So this is going to
1: happen. You know, you know, when we when when like we talked about doing this podcast and we said, you know what? We just need one good idea and we can we can do this. And we can make money. We right. don't need a good idea. We need a stupid idea. Yes. Yeah. And you, I need you to put your stupid <laughs> hat on, CJ,
0: and think of something stupid now, for us. Hold to on, do. sir. I have never taken my stupid hat off. And <laughs> I'm insulted you. to know. Then you think I've been I've Appreciate been holding it. out on you. <laughs> I am the anchor that keeps this podcast down so in the mud, sir. Stupid. So Quibi, I would a l- listenered listenered. I need your opinion on Quibi. again. I don't I don't consume tons of content on TikTok or Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook. I am the target demographic for this service, and I don't know what the fuck it is. I just don't I'm, get it. I'm it, not. In- it's yeah. The longer you talk about, the angrier. <laughs> the angrier. I get. I've, again, I've been following this for like a year and a half, so imagine my anger now that it's finally out. So go ahead and check the articles in the show notes. I, I would love to get your opinion on Quibby, uh, and I love to get this conversation kind of going for the next couple weeks and just hear what people have to say about it. So uh, definitely, definitely tell us what's going on. Uh, before we leave, I just want to take one second to uh, go around the internet, uh, find the weird, uh, find the obscure, and ask uh, this gentleman here for uh, tech perspective. And this is mainly as a public service announcement, if, if you don't mind. Um, as we all know, there is a, a big paranoia uh, nowadays about having stuff taken uh, from your, your front porch. Right, to get an Amazon delivery. Yeah, something. Amazon actually
1: takes pictures of the packages, so I know they were there right? at one
0: time. And there's so many you know, camera doorbells now that are, are watching people steal things off of your, your porch. So anytime yeah. we get any notification Assholes. about... Uh, A package being delivered, we want to take action on it, right? (laughs) Well, of course, that's an opportunity for someone to go ahead and, well, steal your data. So there is a phishing link going out right now via text message that says, hey, we're tracking your FedEx package. Here's your delivery code. And to set your delivery uh, preferences, click this information here. So you click a link. You put in your address, your phone number, maybe even sign in with your FedEx account if you have one. And congratulations, you've now given somebody all your information. And they'll know Mm. that, you know, you're tracking a package and you may not even be home. And they now know what your address is so they can start stalking your house. So I would just be a little bit weary right now. Just, Just heads up. If you see any suspicious FedEx text messages, delete them. Uh, or if you screenshot them, you can actually abuse them. Uh, excuse me, you can actually abuse them. You can actually report them to abuse at FedEx.com uh, to stop people from doing this. So I just want you to know this is someone trying to get your, you know, your name, your address, your phone. This number, is
1: why name. I exclusively yeah. use UPS. The
0: Brown would never do this to me. <laughs> uh, 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 sure. This is this is also. Uh, I just hate DHL. I have nothing. Uh, I don't even know DHL is
1: still a thing. I don't have until I, like I don't have anything ago. to
0: say in regards to this topic. I just would like uh, this is CJ Mellon's personal opinion. DHL is the fucking scum of the earth, and uh, if they just disappeared tomorrow, I would be happy. I would throw I thought they had a ravioli in the air, and 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 then I would. Eat the I don't want to
1: know how DHL wronged you because that's a pretty intense hatred. Uh, I, I hate them. Let me
0: see. Are they still open? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're still around. Oh, I- and the internet still hates them too. So that's very good to hear. Why does the internet hate Oh, I, I'm looking at the Yelp reviews and they're all one and a half star. What did they do to you? They uh they, they ruined an anniversary gift and and they mm. also killed uh some flowers that I had sent to somebody for, you know, a, a pretty uh big moment in their life and they, they could needed some comfort and DHL wronged me twice, and uh, you don't get it a third time. You're just fucking.
1: Why out do you point. go through DHL for flowers?
0: It was just it, the, the the website was like, "Hey, DHL, we'll get there faster." And I was like, "Yes, I need this like to them now. If if I could walk it to them, I would, but I can't." And like, we got your back, buddy. By the way, they're gonna come broken, crushed, and dead. Okay, is that cool with us? It wasn't wasn't. Good. Right. So again, it's a it's a dangerous world out there. Uh, you know, if you if you see something weird, don't click the link. Okay, just just please please don't do it. I make it
1: a habit of not clicking links in general.
0: Well, listen, nerd, uh, it's a dangerous world, but you're not out there alone. You're with us. And I want to thank you so much for making us your walk. That being said,
1: please go into the show description and click all the links in the show oh, notes. absolutely. And if you find
0: <laughs> something that's weird, I want you to email it to abuse at that kind of nerd to which I will reply back with a verbal uh, abusive thing to you <laughs> because you asked for it. It just makes me think of the Monty Python sketch. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, you
1: know what? have you never seen that one? I, I, ha- I haven't. Oh my gosh! It, 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 please, it, it's, it's a flying, it's a flying circus sketch. A guy walks into a building, and like it's a very like standard office of building. Goes oh, up to the you've, reception.
0: You've told me about this. I'm sorry. Go he
1: goes up to the reception. He's like, yes, I'd, I'd like to have an argument. And they're like, oh, okay, you know, down the hall and to the left. And he goes down the hall and to the left, and he opens the door, and the guy goes, "What are you doing?" He's like, I just, no, I just want to have an argument." He's like, "Oh, this is abuse." <laughs> have to go down
0: the hall. <laughs> All right. Well, I promise that I will send you something mildly uh, humiliating and slightly hilariously abusive. Uh, but seriously, thank you, listeners, so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we'll talk to you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. <laughs> no? You have your head... Oh, do I get a smoothie? I want whipped cream. Just go. <laughs> right in my mouth is it a root beer float what is it i must know
1: i don't know i, I my wife decided to make me something what is it's it covered in whipped cream i see it i see it covered it's, in whipped ice cream. Cream. it's ice cream it's ice cream it's ice cream it, lieutenant
0: it, diane ice it, cream it. is it halo top or like legit ice cream it's legit ice cream
1: oh i love her so much she's amazing
0: <laughs> it was so good okay if you're gonna talk at least like you know no ice cream in your mouth
1: Oh, I will do whatever I want. Just, it's, it, come right on, now. it's annoying. You're annoying.